there! Welcome to episode 114 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. It's been a long tradition on this show that we listen to a Castlevania soundtrack in October, and as our chronological listening marches on, we finally land on one of the highlights in an overall exceptional musical career. Get your whips ready, because tonight we listen to the music of Castlevania III Dracula's Curse. Well, sort of. We'll be listening to the Japanese version, because, <laughs> you know. If you don't yeah. know, you will soon. How you doing, Matt? <laughs> oh, I'm good. How are you? I am, I am great. I'm here. We're going to listen to some awesome, awesome Castlevania music, which is uh, really, what more, what more do you need? What more do you want to hear? Uh, um, well... <laughs> <laughs> if you really must know. Oh, don't mind me. Or me either, for that matter. So, uh, yeah, I guess... Um, <laughs> I don't know, we got a lot... It <laughs> beats me. We got a lot that to cover. Let's, let's get to work, shall we? Matt, hit us with some history. Akamajo Densetsu was released for the Famicom on December 22nd, 1989 and then hit the NES as Castlevania III Dracula's Curse in September of 1990. The game was a return to form following the bizarre and confusing Castlevania II Simon's Quest and the painfully slow Castlevania Adventure for Game Boy. But it also learned a few things from those previous games. While it returned to the stage-by-stage format of the NES original, it also added a few exploratory elements like optional branching paths between levels. Perhaps its biggest addition, though, came from its cast of characters. Instead of series mainstay Simon, this time you play as Trevor, of whom Simon and Christopher were descendants of. During your adventure, you can encounter a mage named Sypha, a pirate named Grant, and Dracula's son, who you may have heard of, named Alucard. If defeated, each one of them can become alternate playable characters complete with their own unique abilities. The game has lived on for decades as one of the higher points in the franchise, which, considering how many high points it has, is quite the impressive feat. Just as a fun little side note there, uh, Alucard being... um, So when I was younger, uh, I had two things that I paid attention to in the realm of uh, vampire-y stuff, right? It was Castlevania and it was Vampire Hunter D. And, like, mm. I had learned that Dracula was the worst at naming kids because it, <laughs> one of his kids <laughs> was just named, I don't know, D. <laughs> the D is for Dracula. <laughs> and now where I come from. <laughs> and this other one was just, I don't know, spell my name backwards. That sounds cool. <laughs> As Matt said, there was almost a year gap between the game's Japanese and American releases. One reason for the huge delay was likely due to the soundtrack. In Japan, the cartridge shipped with a VRC6 coprocessor chip inside, which was a special audio chip that upped the Famicom's sound channel limit to 8 instead of 5, adding two pulse wave channels and one saw wave. This resulted in a rather unique-sounding soundtrack in the best way possible. Music like this had never come out of an NES, Famicom, or even a Famicom disc system, and coupled with the rest of the awesomeness that is Castlevania 3 made for one unforgettable game. The sound team was uh, composed of Hidinori Maizawa, Jun Funahashi, Yuki Morimoto, and Yoshinori Sasaki. 
As for who composed what, of that I'm not entirely sure, as the track breakdown for, uh, or list of their individual responsibilities isn't something I've been able to find. As for who they are, Hidenori Maizawa has had quite a Konami career, having worked on games like The Goonies 2, Contra, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, all for NES. Jun Funahashi's resume includes the likes of Adventures of Bayou Billy, Motocross Maniacs Advance, and Lost in Blue. Yuki Morimoto has worked on the Goemon, Twinbee, and Gradius franchises, while Yoshinori Sasaki worked on the Lone Ranger, Penguin Adventure, and the beloved classic Snatcher. So Matt, what is your personal history with Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse? Um, when the game first came out, I, I didn't play it. I, 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 my, my history with the game comes kind of later on. Um, I, I don't know if I got my hands on a copy of it, or I rented it, or a friend had it or something, but I ended up playing it uh, later, uh, later in life, and I really enjoyed... Um, the idea that you can, you know, swap characters and get those other characters and stuff like that. It made for um, a definitely more interesting uh, gameplay. And I like the idea of, like, you know, each character having certain abilities. So you had to kind of, uh, you know, uh, consider that. To, or rather, I should say, take that into consideration as you as you play through levels. And um, the alternate paths were a lot of fun. And I've seen that duplicate, obviously. I mean, like, these are the classics. They get duplicated and replicated and homage so much. But, of course, that stuff appears in, you know, some other uh, games. But, um, yeah, I don't I don't know that I ever beat it. I don't know how... F- I can't quite remember how far I've gotten. But I know I have the, um, the Castlevania collection. And it's... Uh, let me see. I beat part one recently. I'm on Simon's Quest, and that should be interesting. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm eventually going to get to three, and I'm going to do my best to beat it as well. So, yeah, kind of a short history, but great game overall. A lot of fun. Yeah, I also did not play this as soon as it came out, uh, just because I didn't have it. Nobody I knew had it straight away. Um, yeah. I mean, I played the, the ever-loving heck out of Castlevania, and Castlevania Two: Simon's Quest was uh, my, one of my... F- neighborhood kids had it like one of the kids in my neighborhood had it and uh i played it at his house a handful of times but we couldn't really make heads or tails out of what we're supposed to do in the darn thing um but then castlevania 3 i didn't get to play until a few years later uh probably when i was in high school uh, a friend of mine had it and i finally got to borrow it from him and i still have it to this day because i guess he just never wanted it back (laughs) uh and i didn't play through it because it was like uh yeah, I don't know, just there were so many other games happening at the time, and I, I definitely spent time with it, but I never actually, you know, buckled down and beat it. Uh, I, I finally did years later, um, I think the first time I actually finished it start to, fin- start to end was on, um, I either did it on the Wii Virtual Console, or it was just um, last year, I think, when they released that Castlevania Anniversary Collection on the Switch, which was... Yeah just ridiculously good uh but yeah i really really liked this game and anytime i had seen it growing up like even you know before i had had a chance to play it i'd be like looking at the multiple characters and stuff and and was really really blown away by it and having played the other game boy stuff before like uh i played belmont's revenge for game boy before i played dracula's curse and that having the the optional paths and stuff was a really neat 
it really neat evolution and then going back and playing this one where you started to get to that stuff where you'd beat a level and then you'd have an option of dif different directions to go was kind of like an homage to your more exploratory elements of Castlevania 2 and but still primarily an action game like Castlevania 1 it's a uh, very impressive indeed yes <laughs> I was also always very, very blown away by this game's soundtrack. I always thought that the music was just freaking amazing. And um, in the early days of just discovering bands that were you know, out there doing like metal covers of song, uh, video game songs like the mini bosses and uh, and uh, the Advantage, uh, Castlevania Three was a game that came up a lot. Uh, so it was it's the kind of music that never really went away in my head. So, uh, yeah, uh, this, this game's soundtrack was particularly amazing, but when I finally, uh, as, as the ages went on and the internet became a thing, I learned, oh man, that you should play the Japanese version because, uh, not only is Grant a useful character because he throws the knives instead of just going all stabby-stabby, but, uh, oh. the music is so much better in the Japanese game. I'm like, alright, well, I've heard what Famicom Disk System stuff sounds like, I don't know that... I like it necessarily better than the NES stuff, so yeah, I just kind of brushed it off, not realizing that it was kind of a different animal than the disc system stuff. Like, it's just crazy what this game sounds like uh, in the Japanese version. And when I finally listened to it straight through, I was like, "Oh my god, this is this is something else, man. This <laughs> this is really something else." I'm, so. I'm really excited to hear the Japanese uh, sound. I've never heard it before, and I'm I'm very excited to hear that. Yeah, it's pretty wild, because it doesn't sound like any other NES games. It doesn't sound like 16-bit, either. It sounds like... You know how when we listen to the Disk System stuff, it's got that kind of synthy sound to it. And mm -hmm. this isn't that. It's not like some weird half-step between 8 and 16-bit. It's like... It's really its own thing. I, 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 don't, I can't think of any other games that really sound like this, except maybe, maybe, to an extent... Um, the full Japanese version of Mr. Gimmick that has the extra sound chips in it and stuff. But uh, regardless, this is this is just amazing stuff. So let's uh, let's get to work, shall we? Yes, please. Let's jump in. Let's do it. So you uh, you we started off uh, over the, our, our intro. You heard the song Prelude, uh, which is just a, a, a wonderful piece of music. Now uh, the next one we're going to listen to is a track called Epitaph. This is where you enter your password, or I think when you're putting your character name in in the beginning of the game. Um, it's been... It, it's only been like a year since I've played this, and I already can't remember exactly where this song fit in. I just know that it was all the way at the end of my track listing for the soundtrack, and was like, this doesn't seem right. No. I remember putting in a name to this music, so I'm putting it up at the top. <laughs> so let's go ahead and listen to Epitaph from... Akumajo Densetsu, or as I'm going to call it, Castlevania 3, because that's just what it is to me. So let's listen to Epitaph. Here we go. Enjoy.
Who doesn't like good old digital laughter, huh? <laughs> That's so funny. This is awesome. This is so it's, awesome. <laughs> it's so like, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's like grated parmesan. It's great. <laughs> it's so cheesy, but it's so good, like in its own <laughs> cheesy way. It's really good. Um, I think I understand already what you mean by. Uh, the actual kind of um, characteristic of the soundtrack, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm so. But I'm gonna reserve uh, my comments until I've heard another couple of tracks to see if what I'm, what I think I'm hearing is what you mean. But that's you know that was I. I love something that's like so menacing in like five notes, you know. Yeah, it's very that. It's definitely got some some real menacing vibes to it, and it's a. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's a when you think of these uh, the more modern uh, Castlevania soundtracks, especially when you get into the met- more Metroidvania style Castlevania games, and you hear that uh, really churchy chorus for when you're doing your file select or whatever. Yeah, like this ain't that. This is like this is a monster movie Halloween Town. Uh, dreadful spookiness right here especially like the laughter really just ties it all together uh and it's not to say that there isn't some uh dashes of that in here because uh this is this was really like such a step forward for the franchise uh this game is such a a a linchpin for the not only the the gameplay and the music and the mythology uh, just everything about castlevania this is such an important release for the franchise and the music has definitely been reprised many times in many games since, um, including the next track, which is, uh, I've never liked the name of this one. It's just called Beginning. <laughs> Meh. <laughs> of, of all things to kind of, I don't know, have an axe to grind about, perhaps. Ha, <laughs> axes. Good, good hey. power. They're no holy water, but they'll do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like Castlevania tracks usually have these like cool names, and most of this soundtrack is just like a word. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Considering how amazingly epic this song is, uh, just having it called Beginning is kind of kind of lame. But regardless, <laughs> especially this version, this is where... Because I'm sure you can hear what the NES version sounds like in your head to an extent, and it just doesn't sound as full as this. This is just a, this is a home run. So let's go ahead and listen. Here is Beginning from Castlevania 3. Enjoy.
Boy, that one faded out a lot faster than I expected. <laughs> I'm over here still bopping up and down, having a darn good time, and then it just just stops on me. Like, wait, what? Wait, hey, come back here. Be more song, darn you. Love that song. It's so freaking awesome. I'm trying to think of where to even begin on it, because it's called Beginning. Ah, uh, boy. I don't know, it's like they, they knew they needed to kick it up a notch of just, like, sheer awesomeness from the Vampire Killer track, right? I mean, that's like the Castlevania tune. And then they follow it up with Castlevania 2 and all the amazing music there. They followed up with that uh, Castlevania Adventure with just still an amazing soundtrack. That, that Stage 1 theme, Battle of the Holy, is freaking nuts, even though the game is lame. So they, they, they knew they really were had to fire on all cylinders. They had to come out of the gate swinging, and they totally did with this track. It's just, it is all energy. It's all, like, no sprawling adventure, no hope, no nothing. It's just like, you got your whip, you are Trevor, go destroy some monsters. It's all action all the time, and I freaking love it. It's such a good track. Uh, the minute that the, the first few notes hit, I said, oh, yes, I do know this song, and what a world of difference it is between the NES version and, the, and this it's there's something about so far there's something about what I'm hearing this the um the songs sound more alive um I don't know again I'm I'm, I'm still reserving some some thoughts I want to hear another like two more tracks and then I will come to some conclusion but uh my first assessment really is that these songs sound incredible first of all the like just the extra couple of channels really makes a difference because they they're in there and they put you know extra melodies and stuff so there's that main melody that's playing on top but then there's like the secondary melody that almost does a kind of a call and response and then it it plays like oh i i don't know i i feel like i i want to just rewind this and start it again it's that good and like the bass, the bass end sounds really nice and like warm. The drums are there, but they're very simple and yet not like this is. I mean, this this is a standard. If you ask me, if you put a, a book together for a concert, this is a standard that should be in there. Beginning has to be in that, you know, uh, performance. Yeah, like this is how you make a great stage one tune, right? It's just it's just textbook awesomeness and. You're right. Just all the extra, all the extra layers and stuff. It, like that, that's the thing. I don't want to sound like I'm knocking the NES version of the soundtrack. It's all no, I knew for the not. longest time, and it's amazing. But sure. then you hear what the because we had the reverse in Castlevania too, right? They had the um, yes the disc system, and then they kind of like took it up a notch when they translated it to NES. Mm-hmm. I, I genuinely thought, for the most part, it sounded better on NES. Not like night and day, but I, I just thought it was improved. And you could hear that in a, a couple of things that were added to it. This, on the other hand, like they used every ounce of what these these extra abilities gave them. And then they really had to scale it down to fit on the NES. And it still sounded amazing, but this is how they were meant to sound. Like This is how they were written. And you can totally tell the difference. It's It's nuts. Yeah, I mean, those extra channels really do make a difference. And then um, the processor inside, it just it just really steps it up. I, I'm I'm <laughs> to uh, actually you had, you had said this is how you make a first level. Now I'm so curious, like, <laughs> is it really all downhill from here or like, do we maintain this level of awesome? Oh, we so. maintain it. 
all the okay. way, Sonny. <laughs> oh, main... excuse me. <laughs> we maintain it. Oh, by the way, uh, just uh, uh, Janich87 over on uh, Discord requested beginning. Not that I wasn't going to play it anyway, because I was. But <laughs> It's funny, I, I went through and, and made my track list, and then I, I went back and looked at what everybody had requested, and that uh, I think there was only one song that was requested that wasn't already on my list. Uh, oh, Anxiety. Sorry, Janich87, that we did not play uh, Anxiety tonight. I apologize. But we got through a lot of other great stuff. So anyway, let's continue. The next track is called Clockwork, and it's amazing, so let's listen to it. Enjoy. Clockwork, uh, a very different flavor of song from beginning, uh, and uh, one that is uh, quite welcome. It's a really good follow-up, right? You've got your uh, beginning was very in line with the kind of stuff you had heard out of Castlevania and was kind of associated with the, this, the franchise up to this point. And Clockwork was really kind of steps out into, I guess, more of the range of the inspiration of classical music. Right, mm-hmm. it's it's less rock. It's not a rock tune. It's very much like, almost like you could hear this was intended to be played with like a harpsichord or something like that. It's very exactly. much, uh, it, it's it's a lot more of that kind of plucky sound and uh, that gothic creepiness that goes on, and it's just wonderful. I I, I think it's great. Um, absolutely, I love. Uh, I actually am a fan of that kind of gothic, like chamber music, so to speak. Um, you know, the stuff from, you know, just a couple years back. Um, it's because I'm old. Anyway, uh, this one is, <laughs> n- is like zero exception. It's such a good track. And if you didn't tell me that this was called Clockwork, I would have said something like, does this play where you're in the clock tower? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just for whatever, you know, some, some games just have that, uh, I don't know, like uh, peanut butter and jelly, like the two just go together. Um, this is another great example of using all those channels and creating all these mel- like having these like thick main melodies and then having these counter melodies just kind of set back a little bit and like I feel as though if you're not paying attention it might come across chaotic but if you kind of hone in on something like 
when I was listening to it, for example, I, I like I zoned in on like one particular piece. I think it was the main melody, right? No, actually, it was the, it was the secondary melody. And then I realized like I was really like sucked into it. I had like my eyes closed, and I'm like, like <laughs> I, I want to say banging my head, but not quite. I was like really like grooving to it, if that makes you know if that's even possible. Um, but it all comes together and just comes together so brilliantly. And uh, I think by the next song, I'm going to have my assessment of the actual kind of uh, timbre of this soundtrack. Of what I'm, we've got cooking. Y- yeah, like wh- what I'm hearing from this um, eight-channel processing. Uh, and I guarantee you it's going to be a giant letdown. And now, <laughs> everyone's like, oh, man, what's he thinking? And I'm like, it's cool. Like really, that's no, it. man. There's no way this next track is a letdown. This was also requested by Janich87 over on Discord. Uh, this is Mad Forest. This is a. This is one of my favorites. I mean, I don't think it is my favorite. It's hard. I don't know which one of my favorite of the night. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's this. This one's. This one's definitely one of the first ones that comes to mind when I think of awesome music from Castle Mini Three. So here is Mad Forest. Enjoy. it started matt's like classic it is right that, it's that doom 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 it's so classic it's such so a classic castlevania lick and it sounds like i love the bass in this oh version. my god yeah the, the bass sound is so good in this version it's just so crunchy and perfect oh it's like like butter right it's mm. <laughs> it's too good. It's too good, man. That song is just ah, the, the 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 individual layers, man. When you really mm-hmm. listen to that and break it down to all the little tiny pieces that come together to make that song just kick all of the ass. It's out of control, <laughs> man. It, it kicks the whole ass. Le- leaves no ass unkicked. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make that the tagline? The Waveback <laughs> Podcast leaves no ass unkicked. <laughs> That is so good. I need it. I need that on a t-shirt. <laughs> oh my god. Um, you're absolutely right. It leaves no ass unkicked. It's such a good track. Um, there's a part 
that caught me way off guard and it it's it's um it's another musical melody coming in but it starts very kind of <laughs> it starts very funny like it almost sounds like a like a video game B or a flies like but then it and I was like wait what what the just it's just fantastic again the layering is gorgeous all these melodies and all these um this this whole composition just completely complementing itself and like and yeah uh to 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 something you had mentioned with the prior track this is a, a more rock oriented uh piece of music it's you know you can absolutely hear the difference uh between you know the clock tower and whatnot but i think that is kind of like a testament to the way castlevania soundtracks work um you know you get you get a i don't want to say a heavy hand but you get a healthy dose of um of some classical elements but at the same time you get a healthy dose of like the rock elements and i think yeah this, this is definitely one of those instances where they come together really really well definitely this is a this is pure castlevania dna through and through and definitely way more in line with uh, something like beginning um or a lot of the more action heavy stuff that you would get in prior castlevania games but that's not to say it in in, in any way derogatory it's just delightful so let's keep going this next track is called rising real creative with the names here guys <sighs> you know they can't all they, be winners they're they pay them by the letter i don't know yeah <laughs> all right here's rising enjoy Rising. Another... Can I curse? Can I, can I curse? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Holy... <laughs> that is like... <laughs> what? That is such a good song. I could listen to like 10 minutes of that. Seriously, I, I could listen to 10 minutes of that. I don't know what it is about that, but wow. It's just... It's so perfect. It, it, and... <laughs> Even the, the secondary part where they just go to the full chords. Uh-huh. So good. That is so good. Oh, my God. Oh, man. All right. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I I don't know what what else to say. I completely agree. It's like it doesn't... It's such a departure again, right? Mm -hmm. We've we've gone a a totally different kind of song. It Mm -hmm. still works for an action-heavy platformer like this, but it's also so much more reserved, so much more just dreadful. Uh, and not like action dreadful. It's just like action dreadful. <laughs> Coming to you from Adult Swim. <laughs> um, it's it's a very cinematic, actually, in my opinion. It yes, feels very cinematic. Yes. Which you know, again, um, 
plays to that idea of dread um, from the the previous, you know, uh, the first piece, the um, password screen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, but yeah, it's another one that I feel like. Okay, so we listen to things like Clock Tower, we listen to Beginning, and there are these, um, you know, full on melodies with counter melodies and stuff like that. So, for all intents and purposes, you could say like complex composition. But then you get to something like this and the uh, password screen, and they're very simple and so effective. You know, sometimes less is more, and this is certainly a case where less is more, and it 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 hits all the nails on the head, and it kicks all the asses, I guess. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> Leaves no ass unkicked. <laughs> so. All right, we're heading back into a to rock and roll town here for stream. Uh, this is another another rock heavy song, and just you know, again, best possible way. There's there's no there's no bad here. It's all nope. great. So here yep. is stream. Enjoy. was stream uh <laughs> <laughs> that's a funky bass line yeah yeah good 100 funky yeah. bass line 100 agree the bass the bass line was really what, what sticks out to me so much yeah. on that one of just being it's not quite i said it was a return to the rock and it definitely is like it's not one it definitely fits in that category but it's a real different flavor than the other ones right it's not so overtly over the top it's a little bit more staccato just a little bit more reserved and it's 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 darn good yeah it's um i think i think a better way of saying it maybe not you know not that i'm knocking what you're saying i think the better way to say it would be is there it it contains drums like it has a drum beat because like the cinematic stuff that i've said doesn't really and then certainly the clock tower didn't either you know because drums weren't a thing for chamber music i suppose i don't know why you had a couple of pencils no you didn't have pencils i guess you had all right well anyway um (laughs) (laughs) now i'm just getting lost in my own thought um it's on lost communication with planet matt (laughs) absolutely i'm out there floating in the ether somewhere um anyway 
But uh, yeah, these tracks that are more rock orientated, oriented, oriented, thank you, um, certainly have the presence of drums and a drum beat and, you know, fills and things like that. But they, again, you get these three kind of different types of of music, of genres of music, and only, almost only under the umbrella of Castlevania does it all work. And like seamlessly too, you almost don't bat an eyelash when you know, you go from one level to the next or one scene to the next and there's a genre change. But at least with the genre change you're like, oh, something's something's coming. So it's almost it's almost um like a a clue or or intuition of new level, a boss maybe, you know. But it's great. It's just it's just all great stuff. I yeah, could not possibly agree more. It's it's why I included it. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, this next track is called Nightmare, and I'm drawing a blank on what it sounds like, so it's going to be a lot of fun for everybody. <laughs> Here's Nightmare. Enjoy. it is again super different from uh the other stuff that we've listened to so far uh almost in the almost in the same vein as clockwork this is a lot more it reminds me of like cinematic strings and trumpets or horns Mm -hmm. and stuff that you would hear in an old horror movie that's that's what this one reminds Mm -hmm. me of it's like uh yeah okay yeah i can definitely see that the first thing i thought well i'm I, i agree with you on that one and uh, first thing I thought, which may be ironic because of uh, the game and then the game I'm thinking of, uh, it actually, if you told me this was like some lost track from like an early Metroid game, wouldn't even bat an eyelash. Huh. It has that like opening scene of, you know, Super Metroid and even Metroid to some extent. For me, it, it gives me that, that kind of vibe. But um, that all aside... Yeah, I, I definitely see what you're saying about the older horror films. Um, I can absolutely see that. That's a good call, actually. It's just the feeling I get. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess I don't have a whole lot more to add. Just uh, I think no. that song's awesome, and there you go. Yeah. All right. Next one is Aquarius. This is uh, this is another one of those all-time tracks from uh, from Castlevania, the whole franchise. It's been reprised in several different games. Uh, this was requested by Bedroth with an enthusiastic agree from me. Uh, this song is amazing, so let's give it a listen. Here is Aquarius. Enjoy. Fantastic! I don't know what, what, what do you want me to say. It's great. It's fantastic. It rules. It's got it's got everything you want. It's it's uh, ah, 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 it's great. I love it. Yes, yes, Chris. <laughs> yes. Why don't you sit down for a little while? Um. Yeah, another another <laughs> banger, as the kids say. Um, absolutely great track. Very classic and quintessential. Um, Castlevania, as far as I'm concerned. You know, that kind of um, uh, composition to me is very Castlevania. I guess just because it, for me, it, they're so, the two are just so intertwined that if I hear something else, you know, completely separate from the Castlevania franchise, I'm going to go, is that in Castlevania? Maybe? No? Am I just. Okay. Yeah, no, um, it is just. It is textbook Castlevania. Yeah, absolutely. Not a bad thing in the least. Nope. No, no way. Castlevania's. Cr- fantastic franchise especially because it's soundtracks um yeah i i don't know what to add other than i'm a libra um i'm a cancer you are i wanted to talk to you about that ah. <laughs> <laughs> all right then let's move on to let's move on from like ah this is so cool to oh man this is so cool this next track is called demon seed and it is I think it is probably the coolest track of the night. I've also, um, Advantage, I think, does a really great cover of this. Oh, man, this song is good. This song is good. Enjoy. Here's Demon Seed.
Right? That is easily the coolest song. Oh, those first few notes hit me like, I don't even know what. It is like, I thought you were like, this song's really cool, but like, it turns out the song is actually really cool. Yeah. <laughs> the way you think of like, people talking about jazz is really cool, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, that is a great song, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it has to do with Demon Seeds, but I don't know. I could see babies being made to that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Sorry, maybe that was a little too too adult. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Chris and I are a little frisky tonight. I don't know what it is. But... Kids, ask your parents. Yeah, or maybe don't. I don't know. Yeah, let's not have that conversation. Nah. Let's... <laughs> not today. Not on Rex Manning Day. Oh, Rex Manning Day. <laughs> Ain't no more. Mona. All right. That's a different, that's, that's a different show. This went really off the rails, huh? Oh, boy, it did. Okay. Demon Seed. Great track. Super cool. Love it. Yeah, like, love I don't it, know what it, else is. It. It's just, it's really bass-driven. It's really reserved. It's, it doesn't go That's all out word. as far as, yeah, it's, it's, this is more of a creepy track. Like, this is more of a really cool, but really creepy track. Like, this mm-hmm. is some eerie business, and I love it. <laughs> I'm in the, I'm in the eerie business myself. Well, let's move on to the next track, which is called Riddle. Um, yeah, enjoy. things like all up and down the scales and it's just mm, mm. that is that (laughs) i like that it tricked me those first few uh measures are you know this kind of like piece and then all of a sudden it's like mm, and then it just hits this and there was a part of me for that one second i was like if this goes nowhere i'm gonna be so upset and it just like full throttled into something else and I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I needed right now. It's perfect. That's just a... That is just a perfect... I can't believe... So, I, it's funny, I'm about to say this. I just can't believe some of this stuff exists solely for video games. You know, like, there's like a whole swath of people that haven't heard this. You know, like music fans and stuff. But, I mean, that's just a, a weird thing I have. Is like, my biggest, I think regret in life is so much great music gets made and it's 
physically impossible to hear all of it. And this is like, this soundtrack is like, I don't even care if you don't like video games or you don't like video game music. Like, you need to hear this. This is really good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, it's, it is stupid good. And yeah, that, that was a, that's another one that's just, I, I love how kind of frantic it is, you know? It, it, it sounds mm-hmm. so manic with the scales going on in the background. It's a, it's really wild. And yeah. Uh, no, I actually, I'm having a hard time remembering what that sounds like at the, the regular NES version. It's, it's weird. Mm. Well, uh, we're on to our last... Um, no. We're on to our last track no. of the night, sort of. This is a two-parter. Um, oh, this, right. is a, this is going to be two different tracks that are uh, the two different parts of the, the big Dracula boss battle at the end. So uh, let's go ahead and give this a listen. So we'll just kind of listen to both of these back-to-back. So here is Big Battle 1. Enjoy. Big Battle 2. Those two together because they're relatively short and the second one's effectively just the first one but faster but i do like me some proper final boss music and uh mm. while this isn't as long as in and in depth as some of the coolest final boss mazic the coolest oh, final okay. boss music out there uh <laughs> like you think of some of, some of the crazy stuff we've listened to with some of the rpgs that we've listened to or anything like that and this would, would, I was obviously never going to match something like that because boss fights didn't usually last as long as something like that uh, in old NES games. But regardless, this is still such a such a winning track, man. It's such a cool uh, bossy type situation. It's great. Um, absolutely. Like, there's enough. Uh, you know, we, you and I, and our f- listeners know how much we love boss music. Um, and you know all the the check boxes we have for boss music, um, and this certainly checks a lot of them. You know, like manic, you know, uh, pounding, pulse pounding, like uh, eminent, like oh yeah, you know that kind of stuff. And this is this is right there, man. These those two pieces together are are great. And I like <laughs> what I like is um, is a boss battle one. You know, it's it's uh, it has a level of tension and intensity, and then you play the second one, and it's like, oh, sorry, just kicked it up two notches, and like, you know, 
like any any good video game we, were, we did Secret of Mana last and like Lavos has like three forms you know like any good final boss he, you know, you kill him He's, that's just his, that was my first form are you kidding me and then of course then the second form is infinitely more dangerous and deadly and then if there's a third form it's the most dangerous and deadly and he probably takes up the whole screen and so should the music the music should do the same thing the music is dangerous and deadly and then it kicks it up for that second form and if there's that third and final form it I almost feel like it should just be cacophonous, like, ah, you know, <laughs> something crazy. But, you know, what a way to, like, really kind of round out what's just been, like, a fantastic soundtrack. And this is, and they're only bits and pieces of, of a much bigger soundtrack. I'm currently looking to see if I can, uh, you know, I mean, obviously I have found it, but I'm, I'm going to be listening to this whole soundtrack. Yeah, it is a... Uh... It is not. We, we definitely didn't listen to every song tonight, and no I guess way. it has been a, a somewhat short show. I guess because these tracks don't loop quite as much as uh, some of the other versions of the soundtracks that I have. But still, it's uh, it is quality over quantity, my friend. Agreed. Absolutely and, agreed. Uh, this was this was really just uh, oozing with quality. So that's uh, that's pretty much it. That's what we've got on the docket for tonight. So. Join us next time when we continue our other October tradition with the 6th Annual Spooky Special. If you've got any spooky tracks you want included, let us know, because we've been at this for... Well, I've been doing spooky specials for coming on six years now, and, you know, there's only so many tracks that come to mind. (laughs) Yeah, and that's my anniversary now, so... It is, yeah. See, now, I I don't play so many spooky games, so it's like a... (laughs) It's all me. Yeah. I it's like them. Still, I'll, I'm sure there's plenty more, plenty more stuff that I can find to, to throw in here. So it'll be a, it'll be a good time. And if you uh, want any other spooky tracks, you got any ideas for us? Let us know. Yes, please. We here at the Waveback Music Podcast are incredibly grateful to everyone who listens, and we love communicating with you when we can. And we have a couple of ways you can do that. There's the Geekade Discord channel in which we have a Waveback chat where we frequently discuss all manner of stuff related to video game music and whatever our next episodes are going to be. We also have a Waveback forum page over on Facebook, which you can find by searching Waveback on Facebook. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com, and while you're at it, check out all our other social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all our other great content that we have on our site at geekade.com. We're going to leave you tonight with a track called Evergreen. It's the ending music. It is ridiculously good. Uh, It is a somber piece and it is gorgeous uh it's not extraordinarily long but neither was this episode uh again it is quality over quantity so enjoy this piece and we'll see you in uh, just a week or so for even more spookiness happy halloween everybody good night
uh it was akamajo akamajo akumajo akumajo densetsu just like seiken densetsu last week haha <laughs> yeah lots of densetsus going on here or densets in left and right <laughs> <laughs> what is going on right now all right <laughs> this is great this episode's great already <laughs> keep all of this please keep all of this <laughs> This is what I needed. This is what I needed. To <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you did too. Clearly. All right. <laughs>